This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1167, November 9th, 2023. 86 degrees on this day in 1938. It was 22 degrees on this day in 1895, and I'm issuing a warning. Uh, our last 90 for the uh, calendar year is rapidly approaching us, and you'll learn more about that anon, whatever Hail that the means. Flashlight King. <laughs> and now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner. Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Well, you'll notice, Kenny's that I, right, that I'm sitting up. Uh, I, I have a different chair, Looks and good. I. Uh, because people tell me that I, I look like I was shrinking down to the floor. In my other chair. So I thought, well, I'll sit up. I don't like it. But the low chair has been your thing for decades. There's certain things where um, the GLers' opinions do not count. This is one of them. You have to... I feel like I'm presiding. Get your slouch on. Please, go back to the low chair, the leaning back. Does Joe look? He looks like he's five years old. That guy. That's who we want. There's always one chair... You have it, your hands clasped. I know. Look at there's know. one. There's always one chair in that studio that it looks like you could change. This is how it. my dad told us we had to sit at the dinner table. So put your thumbs up. Your chair normally is the, the the height that I have my work chairs in my shop, so I can come up to a wheel and take a wheel off the car. They're that low. That's that's the way we want you. Yeah, this is not going to work. What Pull the lever. I uh, I don't like it. Pull the lever. Drop it down. It's unanimous. We all dislike it. Why don't you it. just grab the... Uh, there it is. There. That's better. Thank That's you. Oh, Thank there's you. Joe. Good to see Oof. you, Joe. That was a tense <laughs> 10 minutes. Can we get a ruling yeah. out of the way before we venture into the serious matters of the world? Let's do it. Hit the ground running, baby. Got a ruling request from Mark. Uh, he submitted it through the website because at the town... Apparently, he's a town council member. Okay. And... They can submit ruling requests. I don't know why anybody can't, but apparently there's a an easy way for town council members to do it. He said, proud member of the town council, but not so proud of the shortcut I have taken. Are Dura Flame logs legal for the solo stoves in Garage Logic? I've tried to start the wood with a gas torch with no luck so i started cutting chunks of duraflame as a starter now i'm just lazy and throw the whole log in am i violating any principles of gl with this shortcut yes just checking while i watch the fire at halftime 
The Keeler interview was epic. The emotions you went through were quite emotional, if that's the correct word. Well done. Thank you to all the emailers about Garrison's visit. It was fun. I think that uh, I think he's in violation of many things here. Okay. Uh, oh, really? Uh, you don't get to burn wax logs anywhere, in the fireplace or in the solo stove. And how you have trouble lighting a fire in a solo stove is beyond me. <laughs> I was going to say that's about as... Uh, one, if the, there's enough paper in the St. Paul Pioneer press to start a solo <laughs> a solo stove fire. How do you do it? Newspapers. And then kindling? Just either kindling or uh, light, light uh, birch twigs or what have you. I've owned my solo stove for... Five or six years, I've never had to use anything other than just a couple pieces of kindling. That's it. They, they just fire right up. Yeah. You've got to have dry wood. Right. You're the outdoor fire expert. I had one Saturday night. I had a roaring fire because, um, because in the you backyard. Forgot. Oh. No. No. And <laughs> it was great because they took a tree down across the street. Oh, so yeah. I had massive hunks of wood. Mm-hmm. It was fabulous. Uh, I have to get a burning permit for my fires. So. <laughs> yeah, wow. you're burning tires and trucks. <laughs> if you want to know just how cold and snowy the winter is going to be, I do. Look no further away. Than Siberia, the refrigerator of the Northern Hemisphere. Did you know that? I did not know that. That's according to meteorologist Judah Cohen. The amount of October snow cover across that... Did I just make a funny body That's noise? Yeah, a funny body noise, yeah. yeah. That's loud. That's because of the way I'm sitting. I'm sitting upright. <laughs> yes, you are. Indeed, the, that just happened again. <laughs> There's a lot of well, internal mechanisms going on here. No, they're going to be okay. Fine. <laughs> Thank you, Sid. <laughs> Indeed, the amount of October snow cover across the vast Russia province, thousands of miles away, is the key to the winter forecast Cohen puts out for the U.S. each year through atmospheric and environmental research. It's an analytics company. The forecast is used by private clients from the insurance and energy sectors. But the uh, readers of his blog, which is free, are much more varied, uh, and they want to know uh, if the snow this month that falls in Siberia will help determine the severity of our winter weather, especially in the central and eastern U.S. Cohen said the forecasts that include Siberian snow have been right about 75% of the Ooh, time okay. over the last two decades. An emailer, Joe, sent me this. Snow reflects about 70 to 80% of the sun's warmth back into space, where the bare ground reflects only 20%. October is when Siberia and the entire Eurasian region sees its greatest expansion of snow cover, sometimes increasing as much as 6 million square miles, larger than the total land area of the U.S., which includes Alaska. Uh, so just how snow-covered Siberia gets in fall, just how snowy Siberia gets helps Cohen formulate his forecast because the icy cold air over that region will slowly drift into Europe and eventually into North America by midwinter. In other words, more snow in Siberia equates to colder air and the potential for more snow than normal in the U.S. Well, let's cut to the chase here. Meteorologist, where where are we? 
his reports continue to evolve. Recently, he's been researching what happens when the polar vortex becomes elongated, stretching out like a rubber band. But there's, uh, Jesse called those binders, right? Yes. Rubber binder. A binder. A binder. I need a binder they, from uh, Baja. Well, this doesn't help me. Well, what? Uh, apparently, we're going to have a mild winter. How's that? Okay. This is like the... Oh, it, he didn't post his weather forecast yet. I'm sorry I wasted your time. Cohen's wither, winter weather forecast will be posted to his blog on the last week of November. Boy, I was a little premature, wasn't yeah, I? A little, yes. little, yeah, it's, we're in October here. What's happening right now on the Gaza Strip is not a war. Words mean something. It's rampaging terrorism with evildoers cutting but, up women and children and grandma there's this isn't a war israel so, has declared war they have but that's can be their only response because they're not terrorists so they're declaring war against the terrorists uh this is dreadful i don't know how long the u.s can go without uh, how, how how long do we get to go to Starbucks and get a coffee and read the paper and wonder if the Twins will win tomorrow? And how long do we get to lead normal life before these two conflagrations in the world impact us? Or are they already impacting us? I think us? they are. We, uh, we had Hamas terrorists get through a border more secure than any border in the world. Mm. We don't even have a border. Who in the hell is coming in here? And what is up? To, what are they up to? It makes me nervous. What are they up to? I don't know. A lot of military-age young men coming across the border in Mexico. They're just walking in. And Where we, are they going? Meanwhile, we have people in places, elected officials, that are still against securing the border. And that's a problem. Has Ilhan Omar weighed in on the... Uh, Developments in Israel over the weekend. Is uh, Ilhan weighed in? I have not seen. There it. was, uh, I believe, there was a joint statement released by her yeah. and uh, two of the others. And that's the, one thing I hadn't said. The Democratic Socialists of America have weighed in, and they're rooting mightily for Hamas. We have many members of the state legislature who are members of the Democratic Socialists of America. We have members of the United States Congress who are Democratic Socialists of America, and they're they're waving their flag for the terrorists. I don't know how you could do that. Well, they're blaming it, Israel and saying that uh, it's Israel's uh, actions, past actions, that have caused this. Wow. Omar did weigh in yesterday, Joe. What'd she uh, say? On X, she uh, urged for prayers for Palestinians on Sunday and encouraged uh, peace. She said, "Remember, a reminder, Gaza does not have shelters or an iron dome or to please pray for them and to please pray for them. May peace prevail in the region and move us toward a moral awakening to care about the human suffering we are seeing. Palestinians are human beings who have been in, in besieged and are deserving of protection from the international community. Newsweek reached out to Omar's office for further comment, but there has been none. She wrote that on X. Does she want any prayers for the Israeli citizens? Uh, I do not see any 
comments uh, what saw. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. She did on Saturday said, I condemn the horrific acts we are seeing unfold today in Israel against children, women, the elderly, and unarmed people who are being slaughtered and taken hostage by Hamas. Such senseless violence will only repeat the back and forth cycle we've seen, which we cannot allow to continue. We need to call for de-escalation and cease fire. Okay. So that was Saturday. Mm-hmm. Well, you would think she was... She was bound to say that. She had yes. to say that. Right. Though. I bet she was probably choking on her words. No, as she was... no, no. No one, no one in their right mind would uh, wish to see the women and children slaughtered. Right, but she did have a, a history of... She does have a history of anti-Semitism. Correct. But I... I, I uh, what, what, wait a minute, back up. A lot of people wish to see the women and children of Israel slaughtered, mm-hmm. especially in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. If I was to go back and in your choice in life would be, uh, you have to choose an area of learning in which to be a scholar. I think it'd be interesting to be a scholar of, of, of the formation of Israel and what's happened since. And I'm not uh, by any stretch of the imagination knowledgeable enough to uh, well, to divine it, what's happening. I I was serious. I mean, doesn't it start in the Bible with the Israelis yes. not having a home? Well, my point and, of scholarship would start post-World War II when Israel was arbitrarily assigned a piece of land. Uh, what is it, about the size of Rhode Island? Right. That's a lot to know. Yeah. So much. Things have been happening on a monthly basis there since World War II. I mean, but we, you can't count on Iran. You can't no. count on Saudi Arabia. You can't count on Qatar. You can't count on any of these people. None of them. And now I'm reading stuff about Hezbollah also being involved. Yeah. You can't count on these people. You can't count on Russia. Nope. You can't count on China. Well, by count on, I mean... To to honor the sacredness of life, you can't. These people are bloodthirsty. You can't count on the Biden administration or the Democrats, for that matter. You can't. It's 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 unfortunate, but true. Hmm. Now we're sending the uh, the Gerald Ford there, the biggest aircraft carrier in the world. I you know how long before this becomes a major. War. Revelations. That's what we're talking here. You're not talking end times, are you? I'm <laughs> talking it's over. Mm-hmm. I'm not paying my mortgage this month. No, no, wait. It's going to have to be next month. I already paid this month. Dang it. Shoot. You know what? Timing is everything. Could use that everything. money for SIGs. <laughs> You know, I've often said when we get a major story, you need 48 to 72 hours. Yeah. Oh, we need a lot more than that. Uh, it's just pretty quick. Joe, just from what I've read from Saturday to Sunday today, and then getting on the website since following the same chronology, Saturday, Sunday, today, so much has changed. Opinions have turned to fact or opinions have turned to bunk. Facts are being disproven. Um, the whole Biden giving them how much? How many? Six billion. But okay, that was that was their money. 
and it's a bit bad time to give it back to him. Well, that's okay, from that's but Chris, wait, Chris. I know you. I know what you're thinking because I was thinking this as early as this morning. Now I'm reading, and I don't know if it's true, but I'm reading that that money has not been spent. It's still accounted for. Whether or not that's true, like Joe said, we need more time. But that's the latest. But my immediate reaction was, yeah, that money went right to Hamas. What is the Iron Dome, a version of uh, what Reagan wanted with, that he called Star Wars? Remember that? Yeah, the strategic mm-hmm. defense. The Iron Dome is, is obviously it's not a dome. It's a technological means by which to deflect missiles. Yeah. yeah. Right. Apparently they got SDI. through that. They're getting through everything. And how. Israel is supposed to be the best secure state in the world. Well, the the Israel, uh, what is this holiday isn't the right term for it, Bob, but it went on through the weekend. What were they in? I don't fitter. That's Muslim, isn't it? <clears throat> that's not Jewish. No. That's... Um, it had to do with the holiday um, and some borders being open. It had to do with Israelis trusting workers to go back and forth through the gates uh, and then evidently some bulldozers were also used mm-hmm. where they could flood in. They came in bicycles, motorcycles, pickup trucks, gliders. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen proof, but I've heard the gliders. And then once the, the walls were bulldozed, then they were flooding in with no particular target in mind which should be very frightening to those of us in the United which States. Which is why I'm having trouble calling it a war. It's terrorism. But but it will become one. Right, right. No, from Israel's standpoint, it's a war. It's the new war, Joe. Yeah. They, they, they realized and they proved with 9-11 that you don't have to launch missiles. You don't have to have coordinated strikes on cities. You can just randomly attack. You know, and and to me, a war should feature combatants in uniforms. But now it's going to be guys in pickup trucks at football games on Friday nights, or people dressed up as medics, or, or Sunday people dressed up service. as school bus drivers, or you're going to an outdoor concert. It could be anything. Yeah. But like all wars, going back to calling it a war, it is for land. All wars. Well, are for land, basically. Land or, yeah, and in this case, it's not, well, it is their land, but isn't it mostly ideological, right? Yes, but land is at the heart of it because they they feel deprived of their land. But are they going to... have for 75 years. The question is, will they strike here with concerns about land? Was 9-11 about land? No, but 9-11 wasn't a war. It was an act of terrorism. Maybe we, maybe you define it that way. Acts of terrorism are ideological. War is for land. I'll, I'll accept that. Okay. War is for land. Acts of terrorism are ideological. 9-11 was ideological. It's a hell of a thing not being able to identify your enemies. Isn't that something? We could be living here right next door. It could have been the guy next to you at the music festival that they terrorized. Yep. We had the uh, we had the big uh, football gathering yesterday mm. with a variety of grilled food. Okay. Yum. Some of the neighbors had brought Grunhofer's food. Fantastic. That sold out quickly. That was gone. 
It's fantastic. What a what a weekend for grilling. A little chilly, but so what? The football, not so much. You put a real log in the solo stove, not a wax log. Right. And then yeah. you cook Grunhofer stuff. I have grilled Grunhoffers on my solo stove. No joke. This is no joke. Well, can't you get a grate for the top of them? No, I just got the on the stick. Hold the wiener like right a, above Like the, a weenie roast? Yeah. on a stick. The boys and I, we did that. Well, it's Grunhoffers in Hugo, just north of Hugo on Highway 61. It's Grunhoffers in Forest Lake, just east of 35 on Highway 97. The new White Bear Area store will be opening soon. And it's Grunhoffers Old Fashioned Meats. You still have time. You have until this Thursday to register to win a 10-pound prime rib roast. You know what I'd call that? A slab. Yeah. A slab slab of meat. And uh, they've got you covered on game day. We've got game days tomorrow and Wednesday with the Twins. You can call and place your order of dry-aged sides and anything else you want. The burgers, the brats, the ham, the bacon, the steaks, the ribs. It's all at Grunhofer's. The Forest Lake phone number is 651-982-1182. And the Hugo phone number is 651 426 2800 and don't forget you might want to pass this word along to the young meat lovers in your family they're hiring at grunhoffers mm. to get into the meat emporium oh, industry send a kid there to work and get the employee discount that's a good thought <laughs> oh boy that's a good thought we're in the heart of it we're in the heart of uh, grunhoffers mm. old-fashioned meat grilling season get to grunhoffers in hugo or forest lake You can do it. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere. Sure will. Now I'm learning, don't worry at all. GLers, we need your help here. Um, And I'll tell you why in a second. I got an email from uh, Lynn. And... uh, I, she, I think Lynn is a she. I'm not sure. Maybe Lynn is a he. Spelled L Y N N E. What do we What do we do in that case, Joe? Said I'll I'll know more when I hear the con the content. Well, what happened is the opening line is Mr. Olson, and then I closed the email and decided <laughs> I'm not going to read any further because just that is threatening to me. Way that too much is. respect. It is. Uh, I don't think it's respect, Chris. I take it as uh, sit he took your it ass as fear. down. Sit down, shut up. I'm about to. Uh, anyway, um, Lynn continues. I hear you talking about seafoam bugs be gone all the time. I live in Spring Lake Park, Minnesota, and the short story here is Lynn can't find it anywhere. And when she he or she asks about it, they treat Lynn like these from another planet. And says, I know you live in Alexandria. You don't seem to have a problem finding it. He even went online. Uh, it said uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts. So they called O'Reilly's. And they're like, uh, who, what, where? So here's here's what I did. I went to the Seafoam website. And there's a store finder tab on the Bugs Be Gone page. I entered in my zip code, found stores nearby. Now, that's what I recommended Lynn do. But I'm also going to ask for the GLers help here. If you are in the... Spring Lake Park, Minnesota area, and you have found Bugs Be Gone, please let me know where, and I will pass it along. 
I'm going to guess Fleet Farm, Menards, one of those bigger stores. They've got to carry it. Meanwhile, you've got to know, Bugs Be Gone really, really works. It melts the bugs away like a hot knife through Velveeta cheese. It's amazing. <laughs> it's safe on all surfaces. It's water-based, leaves no film, no haze when it dries. You wash it away with water with little or no scrubbing involved. Bugs Be Gone is just another fine, amazing product for our vehicles from our friends at Seafoam. Why don't we cut to the chase, all right? The likes of Hamas and Hezbollah they want the extinction of Jewish people. That's the whole Why point. Why don't we just cut to that, Chase? Yes. And, and anybody saying anything other than that is just lying and soft-selling it. I personally would not call for the extinction of anyone. No, and that's why I don't understand why we always have to pick a side here. Why, why can't everyone be in unison saying, these are evil bastards? Yeah, I don't know I'm, how you pick a side with people who want to terminate the lives of an entire race. Yeah. I'm already seeing it um, called an ins- an incursion. It's not an incursion. No, it's it's not just it's an incursion. It's a bloody, crazy, unhinged uh, f- uh, attack. And they don't care who they're attacking because they want the extermination of the Jewish people. And so that would include kids and, and women and grandma. And their allies, the allies mm-hmm. of, that includes us. Which would be us. And now we've got hands in both houses mm-hmm. because we're all, since the Democrats came into power again, we're all chummy-chummy with Iran. So I'm going to let more time pass and then have to do more homework. I think that's wise. No, I want you to jump yeah. to a conclusion instantly. I can't. <laughs> no, the conclusion I'm jumping to is this is no holds barred. These people want the extinction of Jewish but people, what, and whatever has to be done has to be done to stop that. But what will the ripple effect be? Because we're talking about lasting damage for a significant period of time, right? This, uh, Am I... Uh, John Hyde will answer this. Oh, <laughs> Well, anyone can answer, but I'm choosing height, but you all are welcome to answer it. Was there a time, maybe the answer is no, because there's been a history of warfare between Palestine and Israel. Mm -hmm. Uh, But was there a time when the U.S., uh, just its presence, kept more peace than is currently being kept in the world? I don't think so. I mean, we've had how many minor wars between Palestinians, between uh, Israelis, uh, Egypt's thrown in there a couple times with the Palestinians. I mean, it's been nonstop. Uh, Jimmy Carter, remember, arranged a peace agreement between uh, Menachem Begin and uh, Anwar Sadat. That ended up with Sadat being assassinated by his own people because they were angry about it. I don't think it's ever, you know, slowed down. Obviously, this is something new. We haven't seen just blatant terroristic attacks attacks this big on that scale in that region. The other problem in in fighting the likes of Hamas is it's tough to fight people who don't care if they die. Yeah, they they think their their martyrdom gets them to heaven, they think. So, you know, to them, it's whatever. I want to fight somebody who wears a uniform and is as afraid to die as I am. Okay. So they're going to jump behind a rock. 
Don't shoot right, me. Right. You know, I don't want to die. That's not Hamas. I don't want to die. No. But this really puts uh, the Israelis in a bad spot. Say, what if they decide to attack Iran, uh, a non-NATO ally of well, the United States? Well, then all bets are off. And Qatar, also yeah. a non-NATO ally. Because then Russia and China come to the defense of Iran. And we're put in a bad spot. Who do we? Do we obviously need to side with the Jews, but do we? Will we? I think if it were Iran, certainly. Yes. I, I don't think there's any question. Yeah. Well, maybe under previous administration, I'm not so sure with this. This one. Well, that's nonsense. I, you know, Iran. I is hope. A, uh, I is hope a, it's nonsense, John. But he's Iran is a Russian ally. Has always been, still is, and we're not going to rush to get you know, him. <laughs> to grab but, a hold of Iran and say we don't want to, you know, be on Obama, the other side. Obama jumped into the sack with him. Trump ended it. Biden crawled back in. You want to know what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to fire up the hell divers. The oh hell yeah, divers. We, I know it's an old plane, but maybe you could read the email that pre, that precedes this delightful. Audio. I We're going to have to fire up the hell diver. This Those comes Navy to Navy airplanes. This oh. came to Joe. Now I'm going to walk us through the entire history of this email exchange. All right. Damon and Margaret sent this to Joe today. Yeah. Uh, Saturday or whatever. Joe, I saw it today. Joe saw it today. Came <laughs> in this morning and said, "Hey, I forwarded you an email." I said, "I didn't get anything." Joe forwarded it to himself. Ah. By with, the, with the intention of maybe forwarding <laughs> it to it. you. So by the time I got it, it was right for the show, but it was well worth it because it is a very cool video. This is a um, SB2C-5 Navy Helldiver known as the Beast. The Beast. 79 years old, and we fired her up. At okay, no, does, oh. do we have the information of who restored it? Uh, I do. Let's see. Um, here we go. After 79 years. Slow down. Huh. After 79 years. Okay, Garrison. Not, not, not speak softer. Just slow down and read it. After 79 years, Fagan Fighters SB2C-5 Navy Helldiver, known as the Beast, roared back to life today, meaning October 7th, at Fagan Fighters World War II Museum. Um, I don't have a location Look of that where that Fagan is. Fagan Fighters Museum. The restoration team led by a gentleman by the name of Brandon Duell was on hand for the engine run and aircraft taxiing. Evan Fagan is the museum chief pilot. He was at the controls. Oh, wait. Oh, I, a rookie shouldn't Fagan take Fighters watch. World War II Museum.org. Is where? Uh, let's That's see. not up in Grand Forks, is it? Because when you hear this... This is a symphony. This is a symphony. Shouldn't take that long to tell me where the museum is. We had, we had nonstop airplanes flying over us all weekend long. Cool. Something was going on somewhere. Granite Something's Falls. Really? Oh, Granite Falls. This is local. Yes. Oh. Listen to this, folks. Uh.
Those cylinders are the size of five-gallon paint cans. It's a radio, right? Radial yep. engine? I think. About Listen 14 of them. Oh, does that sound wonderful. Too loud. No, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? What did that smooth out? Somebody did a hell of a job putting that baby back together. A Navy, what's it called? An SB2C-5 Navy Helldiver. Helldiver. Yep. Thank you very much. I will post this as a link to the GL show page today for people a, that would like to see the video. It's a gorgeous airplane, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the video itself is very cool. Twin Cyclone, 1,900 horsepower. Four-bladed prop. Is it radial? Must be. Um, You want more on terrorism? Because Downing has a great point. Oh, you're all over the place I know. today. I know. It's because I'm sitting. I'm sitting well, up. We finally found something I want to talk about for right. a couple of hours. and Well, we're not going to do a couple of hours on a restored hell diver. I just wanted GLers who are cognizant of their cylinder indexes to hear that because that was beauteous. One of the great things in Fleming Field at South St. Paul the Airport is um, they've got, uh, I forget what's it, Miss Mitchell. It's a B-25, and it will come over, and your house shakes. I think, I think that's the one I... What's the one I flew in? Uh, Mimi. Mimi. Yeah. Isn't it fun when they go over and every car alarm in all of South off. Minneapolis <laughs> goes off? It's so awesome. <laughs> so that's a better sound than the guy that called in when he said, big deal, I could go start Bruce, my car. He had a 1990 Bruce? Evan Root. Big deal. Bruce, <laughs> yeah. Poor guy looking forward to calling a four-stroke just purring yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel let me go start my car. <laughs> you know, Downing has a great point. When foreign terrorists destroyed the Twin Towers, we couldn't wait to rebuild on the same spot to show the terrorists they hadn't won. Mm-hmm. Is that fair yep. so far? Yes. Yep. Right? Yeah. Yep. But when the domestic terrorists a.k.a. mostly peaceful protesters, burn down the, three, the third precinct, we can't rebuild it because it might hurt the feelings of the people who wow. mostly peacefully set fire to Minneapolis and St. Paul. I guess that tells us whose side the elected officials of Minneapolis are on. That's a great point. That's a great point. But I'm, I'm sticking to my guns, which, uh, which all along have been, Pour about $5 million into the existing 3rd Precinct building, and you're done. Bing, bang, boom. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, that's too bleeping bad. But we don't act that way anymore. <clears throat> we don't have anybody to say, go bleep yourself. I we have Sensum's Razor. Love that town. Minneapolis is my favorite town in the whole is. United States. That's of especially America. because you no longer live anywhere near it. <laughs> so you're finding it very agreeable to have that now be your favorite. Love town. it. Keep it up. <laughs> well, it'll be alive Tuesday and Wednesday. There'll be no doubt about it. Yeah. You got to have two afternoon games, which is a good break because we're going to have some very chilly days, but it could be high 50s with sun. And that'll be, uh, that's not bad October baseball weather. Would you like to, uh, would you like to uh, return with Mr. Height? Sure. 
All right. Next song is about Kenny Olsen. If he's here, jump up and down. The Earth is Not Your Mother. The Joe Suchere Show. Well, who nailed that post? Big Bert, backyard your postman. Did. Bert, the delivery man. That's right. This doesn't seem like it's loud enough. <laughs> Operated for over 50 years. Moon is our Polaris Can Am Honda, Yamaha Polaris. I said that already once. And Skidoo Off Road Experts in Minnesota. I'm talking motorcycles, ATVs, side by side sleds. They have the largest inventory selection in the area. You can see all the new and used uh, units right there on the website, moonmotorsports.com. And if you're somebody that enjoys the outdoors, the out of doors, boy, now is our time, isn't it? fall into winter if you like going from the woods out to the ice and back again the guys at moon can take your ice fishing your hunting your snowmobiling to the next level with a brand new unit a new atv a side by side or even a sled from moon they're the employees at moon they're us they're outdoor freaks too they share our passions and they'll help us find the right machine for whatever pursuit we most enjoy and oh by the way you're going to put that bike away for the winter. Moon has winter storage options for your, your bike. You can reserve a spot today. Family owned and operated 25 minutes west of the metro, south side of 94, west side of 25, right there in Monticello, and on the web, moonmotorsports.com. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. Were we talking about chili during the show, or was that during a break? That was off here. No, you mentioned oh. that you would... Oh yeah, you're right. It was during a break. Yeah, right. and everybody, isn't... everybody here in this argument is correct except Joe. Joe is the one that's wrong. <laughs> I just said is chili it... must have beans in it, and you all told me that Texas chili does not. Is, is Scott mature? Is he the one who's the chef? Yes. Yes. Uh, he, uh, he sent us an email. that says one sentence: Texas chili is the Caps' only real chili. So really? There I like right there, though. I like right both there. styles of chili. <laughs> I like beans. Well, I can't argue with a I like professional chef. I like <laughs> yes, <beans>. I do. <laughs> In uh, news, like well, let's let's start with sports first. The Twins beat Houston six to two yesterday. Now come back to Target Field for Game Three of their playoff series, tied at one game apiece with Houston. Game Three will be at three oh seven in the afternoon tomorrow. Gates opening at one o'clock. A homer hanky will be given to all fans attending the game, and there'll be a flyover. They'll use two F sixteen jets from the one hundred forty eighth fighter wing in Duluth. That'll happen ahead of the game, of course. And Tuesday's ceremonial first pitch will be thrown out by Twins Hall of Famers Johan Santana and Joe Maurer. In addition, DJ Dudley D will be playing music at Gate 34, both before and during the game. Former guest of Garage Logic, DJ Dudley D. We had him on at the fair. Hmm. Then on Wednesday, more Homer Hankies will be given out. DJ Christian Baca will play music at Gate 34, and there'll be another flyover. F-16s with the 148th scheduled to be done ahead of the game. The first pitch will be done by 1987 Twins World Series champions Gary Gaetti and Dan Gladden. Good. The pitch will make it to home plate. Yep. Should, yes. 
In news, Minneapolis police say four people are in custody, including two juveniles, for what they say was a attempted carjacking early Friday night in the city's Nokomis neighborhood. According to police officers called to the 4300 block of Chicago Avenue South about 620, the four suspects were identified by responding officers were arrested after what police called a series of short foot chases. A gun also recovered by police during the arrests. Police identified the two adults as Carvana Antonio Sane and Isis Brent. They're being held at the Hennepin County Jail. Two minors being held at the Juvenile Detention Center. Police say the suspects are linked to other carjacking and robbery incidents within the 5th Precinct. I saw a copper Saturday in my neighborhood. Yeah. And uh, said hello to him. And he said, I said, what are you doing? He said, just making a loop. Gotcha. Huh. You had a gut instinct. No, he's just making a loop. He's got a girlfriend over there. No, we understand. the guy in the car. <laughs> Uh, a, a strange robbery in your hometown Friday night, Joe. Uh, St. Paul police looking into a robbery that happened and involved dozens of people. St. Paul Police Department said officers were called to the 1700 block of Thomas Avenue just after 1030 in the evening. Officials say the robbery victim told police they were approached by about 30 people and at least six of those people had guns. The majority of the group ran off when the guns were brought out for the robbery, according to St. Paul Police. The suspects forcibly took the victim's wallet and phone before they left. Officers stopped multiple uh, people in the area after the robbery, but no one was identified as a suspect. The victim said he recognized one of the suspects in the robbery and notified police of who that was. A Minnesota state lawmaker was booked into jail early this morning after being arrested on suspicion of driving while intoxicated. The Chisago County Sheriff's Office reports that 38-year-old Brown Marie Curran, a DFL representative from Vadness Heights, booked on suspicion of third-degree DWI, a gross misdemeanor. Uh, it's the second time a DFL lawmaker has been arrested for DWI in the past three months after Representative Dan Wolgamott was arrested back <clears throat> in July. He quickly apologized, pleaded guilty, and he was sentenced last month. Those DFLers love to just get it on, don't they? I don't. I, you know what? I wouldn't go that way. I wouldn't go that route, Joe. Why? Uh, that's a problem that both sides of the aisle are really? facing. I mean, if you want to make an indictment, okay, okay, make okay. a blanket indictment for all of them. All right, then my indictment will be them. don't drive. Call the oobs. You stupid Republican Democrat lawmaking drunks, soaks, Otis, blah blah. Anyway, can we go back a story? Um, I, I really, I, I'm really confused about that. Was yes, it sir. Thirty people against who? One, one guy. One guy. It sounds like. One guy. It sounds like yes. Wow. Seventeen hundred block of Thomas. That's wh where's that at? Put that in perspective. Uh, Seventeen hundred block of Thomas is about two blocks uh, north of University Avenue between Hamler and Fairview. Oh, over there, Midway area, Midway. If I'm walking along and I see thirty people coming at me, um, I'm going to waddle my fat ass the other way as quickly as possible. <laughs> I'll be a huffing and puffing going the other way. Isn't that where the soccer stadium is? That's uh, further south. Oh, you know, I was at an event Saturday night in downtown St. Paul, and huh. and to park, apparently the only place to park was at the event, and you had to use your credit card mm -hmm. uh -oh. to get in oh, to boy. park. Oh, boy. Uh -oh. And fortunately, there was a woman who saw me struggling with that upon entering, <laughs> and helped me. And I said, "Thank you very much." And then to leave, same card. 
I had to use the card to get out. Yeah, don't use a different card. <laughs> Which, and, and it wouldn't it wouldn't accept it. It just kept saying no. Uh, Help me out. Maybe John remembers. Which president was it that went to a grocery store? And George was, W. It was yeah. just mystified yeah. by everything. That's that's uh, kind of like our own mayor of Garage so I, I kept saying uh, unreadable. He's, he's waving it at the thing. You're putting so the wrong it, and I put it back in, and all of a sudden, and I've got two young girls in the car, and I'm thinking, this is, you know, it's 10 o'clock downtown St. Paul. Uh, I can't get going here. I can't get out. I'm stuck. What's what's going on? And the car behind me just lays on its horn. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Of course. Of course. And, I, and I waved one my, of those I turned guys. around and I said, I can't get the card. Come here and help. Well, it was my brother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Which was in Paul or John? Johnny. And he, he, said, he said, give me your card, you. And, right. and, and so he just went. What the hell was I doing wrong? Before. So we've, wait a second, Chris. We've got a new family story. Yeah. <laughs> I could not was, get out. This will be a big hit at the Thanksgiving oh. day. No, I guarantee. Back me up here. Before Johnny laid on the horn, he said, Look at this dip. Look at watch this. this. Watch, watch this. this. Look at this. Watch oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> God. I, 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 uh, I don't understand why it didn't work for me. It worked for the woman on entering, and it worked for my brother on leaving. It didn't work for me. Sure. So here we I go. I don't pay with a credit card. I pay cash. <laughs> but if I did. Yeah. Celebration of all things books comes back to the Minnesota State Fairgrounds this weekend. The Twin Cities Book Festival hosts an array of writers and publishers for both young and old readers. Exhibit coordinator Zoe Berkowitz says there's a lot to see and do. They have over 140 exhibitors, publishers, literary, uh, local literary organizations, libraries, universities, and authors, and then author's presentations going on all day. The event starts on the 14th, which would be this Saturday at 10 a.m. and lasts until 5 at the fairgrounds. Where at the fairgrounds? They're out there. Uh, you can get it. You, you yeah. can find it. I well, think. Indoors, I wonder? I mean, what if it's chilly? They ain't got a I building. A, during right. the fair? You worried about it being chilly? At For this book fair? Oh, I Saturday. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for and, uh, everyone knowing where that is. Yep, yeah, right there. Well, there, there's little. There's, isn't there smaller buildings off to the side they use for this kind they of thing? Them. I remember going to a record. Uh, they have a uh, show there. You, where, you uh, get like them. the Creative Arts Building or something yeah. like that. You, you yeah, can get something, yeah, something like that. Yeah, the Marjorie Johnson Building <laughs> should be the Marjorie Johnson Building yeah. until that lady said pony up the dough. Yeah, I think yeah. that's hitting <laughs> a dead end over there. Yeah. Powerball jackpot climbed to an estimated 1.55 billion after no winners on Saturday. When's uh, the next do, drawing, John? Uh, tonight, Joe. It's uh, Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, right? Isn't it? Saturday, yeah, Monday, I think. Yeah, so I don't need gas. Yeah. Jackpot is now the world's fourth largest lottery prize after rolling over for 34 consecutive drawings. Uh, most jackpot winners opt for cash for the next drawing. That would mean you'd get about 680 million dollars. Uh, to to win that. Why don't we take a short break here and we'll be back with more of the latest what's going on in the Middle East and lots more right after we hear from the Rookster. Copy that. You know how we have our daily uh, This Day in Minnesota History by it the ends every, It ends every show. Yeah. Well, I'd like to provide you guys with a periodic Masonic history courtesy of Minnesota Masonic Charities. And while it is true that the Freemasons are known for their secret handshakes, fancy hats, 
countless uh, history uh, channel programs. They would also prefer to be known for the Masonic Children's Hospital, for the Masonic Cancer Center, the Masonic Institute for the Developing Brain, caring for our elders at the Masonic Home in Bloomington, millions of dollars in scholarships for Minnesota students, and also unlocking communication for thousands of Minnesota children struggling to find their voice. Now, most people know that George Washington, Benjamin Franklin, Paul Revere were all Masons. But here in Minnesota, guys like James J. Hill, the Mayo Brothers, 3M's Lucius Ordway, and Governor Harold Stassen were all active Masons. I look forward to sharing some more famous names of Masonic history in the weeks to come. So you just sit down and relax, and I invite you to learn more about Minnesota Masonic Charities at mnmasoniccharities.org 5960. It's just like Dylan said, stay forever young. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sushiro. Reavers here once again for my friends at Hofferman Water. I had them come out a week ago, a week ago today actually, to replace my, uh, my filters. And boy, I got to tell you, having great water is a luxury, and you should make the switch. So... Call them today to get that free water analysis, 952-894-4040. Have them come out and test your water, and they'll tell you, hey, this is what we suggest, this is what we think you should do. You can also visit their website, hoffermanwater.com. Go on that website. You can see every single system that they have to offer right there at hoffermanwater.com. It can be anything, maybe a new water softener, an iron rust odor filtration system, or a brand-new drinking water system. They will take care of you. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Thanks all of you GLers for your support of Hoffman Water. Please tell them you heard about them here on the Garage Logic podcast. Joe down in Little Elm, Texas, listening live. Is he a council member? Yes. Uh, this is not about land. In 2005, Israel left the Gaza to their own accord. Since that time, Hamas has been contiguously elected as the leaders of the Gaza Strip several times a year ever since. They have launched rockets into Israel. Israelites then go into bunkers for a few days, and then all goes back to normal. This time was different. Hamas used the rockets as a distraction. They posted murders and rapes on Facebook and other sites. They dragged women and children back into Gaza and raped them in front of cheering crowds. They mutilated still living soldiers as they they mutilated still living soldiers as they live streamed them doing so. This is evil. Uh, anyone trying to make a moral equivalence with any actions by Israel is either ignorant or willfully evil. Hamas is not looking to take land. They are looking to create horrors beyond imagination. Joe in Little Elm, Texas. Yes, I think we clarified that. This is not about land. It's about ideology. And they want the Jews to no longer exist on earth. And what he, <clears throat> excuse me, what he left out is the Jews have made... Uh, countless concessions, they've made deals, brokered agreements, and nonstop with the Palestinians and with Hamas. And uh, the Jews have held up their end of the deal, and uh, not once has uh, Hamas held up their end. That's right. Yeah. On the Pal- who was the Palestinian leader, Joe, in the 70s? Uh, yes, is that Arafat? Yes, sir. Yeah. I remember, yes, sir. His, his comment was, uh, what we want to do with all the Jews is push them all into the sea, and that will end it. Right. So, 
Right. I think that kind of tells you what they think. Uh, Israel, in other news, vowing to lay total siege to the Gaza Strip as its military scoured the country's south for militants, guarded breaches in its border fence, and pounded the Hamas-ruled territory in the wake of that weekend uh, attack. More than two days after Hamas launched its surprise attack, the military said the fighting had largely died down for now. Israel's vaunted military and intelligence apparatus was caught completely off guard, bringing heavy battles to its streets for the first time in decades. Israel formally declared war on Sunday, and the army called up about 300,000 reservists, a sign of perhaps greater fighting ahead and a possible ground assault into Gaza, a move that in the past has brought intensified casualties. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has vowed to destroy the military and governing capabilities of Hamas in Israel as Israel hit more than 1,000 targets in Gaza and its tanks and drones guarded openings in the border fence to prevent more infiltrations. Palestinian militants continue firing barrages of rockets, setting off air raid sirens in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv. A video, this is an amazing video if you haven't seen it, posted online, showed a plume of smoke near a terminal at Ben Gurion International Airport while the uh, rockets were hitting the uh, the little dome that uh, stopped them. Civilians have already paid a high price. About 700 people as of this morning killed in Israel, nearly 500 killed in Gaza. Palestinian militant groups claim to be holding over 130 people captured in Israel and dragged to Gaza. The armed wing of Hamas said on its Telegram channel, four of them were killed in Israeli airstrikes. The U.S. State Department now says at least nine Americans have been killed in the Hamas attacks. Here in America, hundreds of pro-Palestinian demonstrators organized by the Democratic Socialists of America rallied Sunday in New York City, stomping on and burning the Israeli flag. Scores of counter-protesters turned out in support of Israel at the Manhattan rally, with verbal clashes between the opposing sides escalating throughout the day. You couldn't pay me any amount of money to be in New York City right now. Come on, you got, a, you got a number. Come on, there's got to be a number. I'm not kidding. It's no. Go ahead. Sorry. From the failed academy, a statement signed by dozens of Harvard student organizations blaming Israel for the violence unfolding. Oh, wow! Sparked criticism on social media. The Harvard Palestine Solidarity Groups released a statement signed by at least. 35 student groups at Harvard that put the blame for the unfolding violence solidly on Israel. That prompted numerous rebuttals on social media. The Harvard-Palestine Solidarity Groups and Harvard University have been contacted for comment via email, but have not yet made any comment. Uh, meanwhile, uh, here wait in America- a second, John. Yeah. I was wrong uh-huh. about <clears throat> I was wrong about Egyptians hating Jews. Oh, oh they do. They do indeed. Uh, and this hate, I guess, from what I'm reading, has been, it gets taught to the children as soon as they can learn. They're taught to hate the Jews. And this goes back to biblical times. Mm-hmm. So basically, if you're a Muslim, you hate the Jews no matter what. Uh, meanwhile, all this is going on here in the U.S., Republicans still trying to figure out who the new Speaker of the House will be. Former Speaker Kevin McCarthy yesterday did not rule out coming back to the post if the House Republican Conference cannot decide on a replacement. Radio host Hugh Hewitt asked McCarthy on, uh, today whether he would serve again as Speaker. Uh, pressed again on whether he would take the job, McCarthy remained open to the possibility. He said, look, whatever the conference wants, I will do. He expressed frustration with the Republicans who voted against 
against a GOP-only stopgap proposal. The party's repeated failure to pass a temporary funding bill that included spending cuts and policy provisions prompted McCarthy to pass a clean stopgap to avoid a government shutdown, infuriating hardline GOP members who then voted to oust him. McCarthy defended the decision, pointing to the war breaking out in Israel. He said they're the ones who wanted the government shutdown. Well, then we wouldn't be able to pay our troops while we're putting out a carrier strike fighter there. 30,000 American men and women in our armed services in the Middle East wouldn't be paid right now. I mean, what weakness would we be at at that point? Meanwhile, Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville says he will continue to block hundreds of military leaderships despite the Hamas attack. Tuberville has for several months put a hold on at least 300 military nominees, which are typically confirmed in a routine matter by the U.S. Senate. His blockade is a protest over a Pentagon policy that facilitates abortions for service members and their dependents. Elon Musk got into the fray also about the war. He's been accused on occasion of being anti-Semitic. He didn't help that reputation after the attacks by Hamas. Musk was forced into deleting a tweet which recommended an anti-Semitic account and a promoter of debunked videos as reliable sources for information about the attack on Israel. The owner of X faced a furious backlash after telling his 150 million followers that the account's at war monitors and at scent defender were good for following the war in real time. Followers were quick to point out that at war monitors has repeatedly used the word Jew as a term of abuse on the platform. He also offered advice as the Jewish state reeled from its deadliest attack in 50 years with more than 700 citizens dead in Hamas claiming to have seized those 100 people that we had talked about. Politics here in the U.S. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. announced this morning he will drop his Democratic bid for president will run as an independent or third-party candidate, adding a new wrinkle to a 2024 race currently heading toward a rematch between Joe Biden and former President Trump. Kennedy's campaign has teased the announcement in the days leading up to the afternoon speech in Philadelphia today. In a recent video, Kennedy said there's corruption in the leadership of both political parties, said he wants to rewrite the assumptions and change the habits of American politics. The uh, close to Kennedy folks close to Kennedy have also sent strong signals on social media suggesting he should or will leave the Democratic Party. Last month, Joseph Mercola, an influential anti-vaccine doctor who is allied with Kennedy, ran a poll on X, formerly known as Twitter, asking if Kennedy should quit the party. Joe, do you believe the notion that he holds in his hands the president of the of uh, the next president of the United States, meaning when he backs out? and endorses a candidate a week before the election, that candidate will win. Well, two things. Uh, I don't think he's going to back out. I think he wants to run. And two, uh, I don't think his endorsement would mean anything. Okay, another question. How can he be any worse than the two options on the table right now? Well, because we've reached a low point that makes the answer to your question, he couldn't be. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but will he amaze us and be worse uh that's always a possibility too well, because we've had a hard time getting the best and the brightest to run what characteristics of him do you not like why don't you like him i never said i didn't I've i just I, I get a, fa- a feeling or a sense i understand you haven't, you haven't i, I have that. no uh, i haven't thought about him i haven't right. thought about him Kenny, you mentioned him backing out with a week to go or whatever. How would that impact, though, if so many people are voting absentee? 
Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm not saying hijinks. I'm just saying if, if people are starting to vote, you know, I th- three I think months ahead of time. Uh, I think you're casting bait at Sushi. Yeah, well, yeah, you're well doing. yeah, and I think it's under 10%, Chris. Is it under 10%? Voted. I, I think, you know, it feels like 90% maybe. to me. Yeah, I shouldn't say that, but uh, I'll, I'll look it up. How's well, that? with the Which minivans that show up in the middle of the night, then I guess, oh, does that Jesus. impact them at all? I, you know, it's a good thing I'm not in the studio normally. <laughs> Since it's 21 questions time, uh, are we going to get back to the uh, what's going on in Gaza right now uh, after the news, or, or sh- should I just throw one out right now? Do it. Throw one out right now. Oh, go ahead, how Jenny. are Democrat? Uh, how are Black people and Native Americans? Um, h- how are they supposed to trust Democrats who say? that they have black people and Native Americans' best interests at heart when, in fact, those same Democrats embrace Muslims and their hatred of Jews. Well, uh, I saw a funny cartoon, not a cartoon, uh, an actual video of a group of uh, LGBTQ, PRMB2, 5-plus, oh, minus that, people. That's another good that group. It held up a sign saying LGB2, PP, minus people for Hamas. And the caption was, do you want to tell them? <laughs> <laughs> However, it should be yeah. noted, Kenny, in rebuttal to what you just said. Oh, mine was a question. It was not yeah, a oh, statement. Well, it was a question. Well, the entire administration, which is Democratic, ninety uh, percent of the Democrats in Congress all back Israel in this, and that's they've, an, all out, they've all come that, out with statements saying that's an excellent point and something that uh, if they had any um, brains at all, they would be shouting that every minute of the day. But driving I, I, that. I, I wish to counter John. Mm-hmm. And say that no one has ruined Black America more than the left. Yeah, but this is—I thought we were talking about this Democrats of the left. What about my well, incendiary? We're talking about Israel. That's well, yeah, I know, but I just wanted to—I wanted to get my two cents in. At some point over the weekend, maybe even this morning, I sent a very incendiary statement to you, Such. Um, and I'm going to paraphrase myself because I can't remember what I said. And I just want to know if you and John agree with this. So <clears throat> it, it went something like Democrats now are responsible. Do you have the text? I do. Hold on. Hold I on. I'll, I'll find the text because yeah. I, can't, I can't even paraphrase myself. Um, <laughs> my mantra all weekend, this is to Joe uh, this morning, 730. My mantra all weekend has been that the Democrats and their policies have ruined our lives on the city level, the state level the national level, and now the global level. Agree or disagree? Uh, I agree. Anybody else? Mm, I don't have an opinion. You were listening. John? Um, agree. Uh, I uh, I would probably disagree, I'm yeah. guessing. I, I'd have to think I'm about John. it. with <laughs> Rooks with everybody? Yeah, and I don't have an opinion. <laughs> Anyway, that's just what I, that's the way I had been thinking all weekend. Okay, but tell me how Minnesota is flourishing under this current regime. It's not. It's not. No, it's not not in any way. It's it's not the state one that probably I would uh, agree or disagree with. National? uh, It'd be more national. Yeah. Yeah. I think what I think all this tells me is if that's, you need a hobby. You got to get hobbies, Kenny. Come on. You know what I've been doing? You know what the problem is? I've been driving grain cart all weekend, and we've been oh, doing so beans. Been and, and there's a lot of downtime when you're doing beans. Time. You just yeah. sit there driving, and wait. Driving, driving what? 
green cart and you just sit there and wait for the hopper on the combine to fill up so you can go retrieve it and i mean you sit there for an hour waiting wouldn't it be a green cart anyway back to the news green cart back to the news oh let's go to uh, a kicker how's that that way we'll yeah and then you're gonna wrap it up because i got well, this something would be, for you this is a, that's what the kicker's for joe i know yeah i got you buddy but they're children, like light I love like this story. A filler, you know. I love this story. Okay? <laughs> a children's book has been removed from the shelf and put on the watch list in Alabama because the word gay was on the cover of the book. You know why that was on there? Because the author of the book is Marie Louise Gay. <laughs> Holy yeah. I don't think that should be removed. Oh, the book is the God. book is called "Read Me a Story," Stella, which is about a brother and sister who read books together and build a doghouse. It was put on the list. Yeah, it was of probably for a gay dog. You know, there's nothing. There's nothing in the book. <laughs> Excuse My me. My God, look at oh, he just you. did right bless on TV. You. He sneezed. I know. He's going to do it again. Did it again, but I turned off the thing. Uh -huh. The thing. Uh, there's nothing in the book that's sexual or anything. Uh, it was put on the list of sexually explicit books by Huntsville-Madison County Public Library. Uh, Gay's publicist, Kirsten Brassard, said the author's books have never been mistakenly censored. Uh, she said, of course, this is ridiculousness and laughable. However, uh, this fact should not detract from the seriousness of the situation. Gay's book, one of 233 lined up to be reviewed and possibly be removed. Removed. Uh, this is all uh, based on Clean Up Alabama Initiative. Well, these morons probably would not let kids read anything by Gay Talese. That's true, Joe. Well, which would be a great deprivation on the part of the children to not read Frank Sinatra Has a Cold. Oh, it's such a wonderful or, story. Or uh, uh, what was the Joe DiMaggio one called? Um... <clears throat> Excuse me, I, I don't recall. But my I favorite know quote in all the world: uh -huh. "Joe said Marilyn Monroe just getting off an airplane from Korea. You've never heard such cheering. Yes, I have." Joe DiMaggio said. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I got, Joe. That's Thank you. Going to do it for the nose. That's and the uh, and right it's, it's not going to do it for your garage, though. No. Uh, the weather's going to turn. Get it's the, the season to get, get your the winter tune-up. It's the garage door tune-up season and you need a guy you got to have that phone number right in the phone closet you gotta have the number for your garage guy with precision door garage door of the twin cities you get the whole gl family precision garage door of the twin cities they don't charge extra for weekends they serve the metro and western wisconsin they take care of everything from springs to rollers to the openers uh, if you need a new door they're your people They'll get you the new door of your choosing, and they'll install it. It'll be perfect. And uh, I, I keep threatening. Well, I'm not threatening. I'm going to do it. I just haven't done it yet. they got to come over before winter because I want mine silenced up a little. I don't know if a chain needs tightening mm. or the rollers need juice or whatever. But they're coming over. You know, they're going to tighten her up and uh, silence her up because I don't want to go out there in the dead of winter. And are you uh, lift that thing by you're hand. down to Precision, like a uh, half a point on the neck scale, aren't you? You're at a <laughs> half a point on the <laughs> neck scale. Barely above zero. Can't even <laughs> get out a can of uh, skunk oil and blast. You know, there's special uh, lubricant for garage doors. 
Do you know that? I didn't know that. That's I have why some. they're professional. I, I did some. know that. Yes, I, I do too, actually. Well, I want Lube. them to do it because they guarantee every job they do, and they aren't satisfied until I am, okay? So that's what we're going to do. Uh, it's Precision Garage Door. They fix garage doors correctly. Find them at precisiondoormn.com or 612-263-6985. I don't have a liner ready. I have this thing up. On Here's a man that doesn't have a liner ready. Or a workable credit card at a parking ramp. I, I know that sometimes I uh, have uh, uh, gone off on some minor tirades about uh, reporting isn't what it used to be. And just the uh, just the overall... Uh, the overall content of the television news, for example, it's 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 just impossibly meaningless in most cases. Uh, and uh, it, locally here, uh, we had a story Saturday that I'm I'm really finding hard to believe. Uh, it's a, from WCCO. Uh, I don't know if it made television or if it's just limited to their website. I have a feeling it made the television news because there's a video of it. So it must have made the yep. made the television news on Saturday. And uh, it, it reads as follows. Our sudden shift in temperature is leading to some shuffling of the wardrobe. But the change is not as easy for some in the LGBTQ plus community. Oh my God, oh, wow. come on. I'm not kidding. They can come in and pick things up that make them feel good about themselves, said Andy Otto, executive director for Twin Cities Pride. And he's talking about an outfit called Twin City Pride's Rainbow Wardrobe provides gender-affirming clothing for free to LGBTQ plus individuals. Gender-affirming clothing is basically what you feel comfortable in uh okay so wouldn't that, wouldn't that be uh, all of us how does that exclude yeah. the rest of uh the, yeah. what does it say here basically we feel comfortable in whatever clothing that is no judgment what do you judge if somebody's what? jacket no well, only in your case. So if you want to come in and wear a dress, it doesn't matter who you are or what you represent. Being a trans man, I realize that it's not always easy going into a store and finding clothing that oh, wait a fits minute. you. Wait, 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 wait. I, I, I've got an opinion on how this made it to the air, but I, I'm having to disagreement with that already. If we can't judge people, gay or straight, for what they're wearing, what what's what's left that's right why uh, is you, life worth living you right. judge me on a daily basis <laughs> yeah. no matter every what day. i'm wearing every, day. every single day <laughs> so and, this guy andy sat down with his team and started talking about it and started talking about what we can do it's a donation driven program yeah that began at this year's prides festival and it's taken off from there uh, let me scroll down here. But as the temps drop, the need for warm clothing rises. As things get cold, it's a need, said Otto. We are much in need of winter clothing, jackets, suits, and anything that could be worn out in the cold to help these folks out. A judgment-free way to dress as to who you are. Okay. You, okay, is this is this a joke? 
You know how this, you obviously don't understand how this made it on the I, air. I, I don't. Uh, Matthew could tell, I bet Chris could tell you, John. I'll, I'll just tell you. Uh, press release. They took mm -hmm. a press release. Instead of throwing it in the trash where it belongs, they decided we have three minutes we need to kill. Let's trot this baby And they went over and actually filmed this. Yep. yep. But but this well, is like the people who say they can't exercise. They don't have a, there's no equity to exercise. They don't know how to open a door. I think you're mistaking agenda for laziness. Yeah. Uh, to illustrate Kenny's point, if you go to the bottom of the story, uh, they're holding a belo uh, You Belong Fall Fest October 14th at <laughs> Urban Growler to yeah. raise funds to continue the program. I guarantee there was a press release. Somebody went, yeah. uh, here, here. Uh, yeah. Who's the guy that did it, Jason? Was that Let's milk part? this. Here, here well, you go, well, Jason. Well, why go, are we making the assumption that LGBTQ plus people are poor? See, again, I think you're assigning too much thought to a story that's a piece of crap. You know, right. it's the weekend. They need to fill some time. Right. So there's right. your story. Okay, yeah, you're right. But that then that rests my opening statement, which is that the the news has become pointless. Yeah, there's no should, there's yeah. no information. It'd be fun if you'd trot that up the hall and uh, corner a couple of our gay uh, fellow employees and see what they'd say about it. Pretty sure they'd all laugh and think, you know, that's a stupid story. <laughs> and they'll gonna, they're all going to say the same thing. Press release. Hey everybody, it's John here and I want to tell you how you can eat stress-free this spring with Factors, delicious ready-to-eat meals. You can get their fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes. Weekly menu of 35 options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. And they use premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus for the no-fuss meals. And get rid of the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Just heat and serve. My favorite, the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken. Customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Head to factormeals.com slash garagelogic50 use code GarageLogic50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code GarageLogic50 at factormeals.com slash GarageLogic50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Yeah, but it, yeah. but there's a but they're they're addressing a degree of helplessness that must exist. Does it? I'm trans and I Does it? I don't know what to wear. The temperature just went down. Well, guess what? Well, tranny? get a bleeping I, coat. I, I'm a lard ass. I can't keep a belt to keep, keep my pants up, so I have to wear. <laughs> Unbelievable. I have to wear bib overalls. Come on, man. Can that possibly be true? It's it's. Uh, That's like uh, the lady who brought in the giraffe poop because she wants to make a <laughs> necklace out of it. That was a Care 11 story. How about a charm bracelet? No, she wants to make a uh, necklace out of it. Oh. And you're not you're not allowed to bring in giraffe poop to the country. No. There are certain poops you can bring in. Did you know that? I did not I did know not. that. You have a list for us? 
Uh, well, it doesn't. It, uh, it's not a... illegal to bring in poop, uh, but there is some danger in bringing in uh, certain poops. It's not illegal to import animal feces into the U.S. However, it requires a veterinary services permit to do so to avoid the spread of disease and invasive pests. The uh, giraffe poop was obtained from Kenya, at where there's a number of livestock diseases, so they, they're cracking down on uh, giraffe poop. Maybe if you brought in some gorilla poop, it would have been okay. Right. But not giraffe I, poop. Uh, I have an admission up up oh, on God. a shelf oh, God. In, in my shop. Maybe you should get out that. Here's news from the Grammy Coffee Shop. Do you have that? <laughs> you have that sounder? Yeah. Hello, everybody. Hey, y'all. Here's Kenny with news from the Grammy Coffee Shop. <laughs> Last time I was in uh, Yellowstone Park, I went into the park when it was still dark, and I found a nice serene spot next to the Yellowstone River. And I don't want to hear this story. And I, I sat I there on a bench next to the river watching uh, watching the world wake up for the day. The birds are chirping. I noticed there next to me were a giant grizzly bear tracks. Okay, I'm better. I'm, I'm relieved now. I in the hardened, tell us he brought out Mr. Chair. In the hardened, uh, <laughs> in the hardened mud were giant grizzly bear tracks. In the tracks was a piece of grizzly bear poop that Scat. had been petrified for a week or so, about the size of a football. Yep. I grabbed that hardened bear poop. I put it in the back of my truck, in the box. I took it home with me. <laughs> And it is now sitting prominently on a shelf in my shop. I'm Jeez. not going to rip it. Hey, y'all. I would have done the same thing. Here's Kenny. Wow. So you have it shelf. sitting on a shelf like it's, it's a, a place of honor. Head. It's a place of honor. <laughs> oh, my it God. Is. It is. Yeah. That's how I get. I don't buy. I don't buy knickknacks and stuff when I go on road oh, trips. Bring home poop. I, oh I, I bring home stuff. Oh like that. Look what I got for you, honey. Happy yeah. anniversary! Where'd you get it? Oh, they're out there. You, you can get them. Special delivery. You know, uh, the garage poop story, Joe. I know you said Carol Evan had it, but everybody had it locally. Everybody really? used it. Yeah, that's a huge. Yeah. The the same day, um, uh, somebody who shall go nameless from John. the. Pioneer Press wrote the story. Not, not the garage poop, too? the giraffe poop story. The Pioneer Press oh, had sorry. the poop story? The giraffe? Did I say garage said garage poop, poop story. Yeah, yeah, you said garage, John. Giraffe poop. I'm sorry. Uh -huh. uh, yes, the Pioneer but Press had it by one of your writers. So They're pebbles. They're smaller than a marble. What is? The giraffe poop. Cricket balls. You were mentioned <laughs> in a homily... At Assumption on Saturday. I was? Yes. I don't know if it was Malone or who it was. Well, post. What but, happened? Uh, they specifically mentioned post. an item that is in your garage <laughs> that um, that you can use. What? Bear poop? No, but close. Huh. This is a joke, isn't no, it? Urinal? Uh, He's got a urinal in his garage. The... Um, a gal I work with said that she heard that at uh, Sunday Mass. Well, what? Don't what? leave us hanging. That's all he said. Oh. Joe Souchere from Garage Logic has a urinal in his garage. Why would that have come up? I don't know. I, I wasn't think there. Garrison returned the favor, and Garrison snooped through your garage after being on the See, show on Friday. <laughs> Can you describe, describe your urinal? Isn't I'm glad it just you brought that. Wiper? I'm glad you brought that up because there's a, a 
stark distinction between Such and I. He actually has a really nice corner with a real working urinal and those saloon doors that open and close to yeah. give you a little bit of privacy. In my shop, I have a three-gallon gas can and a funnel. <laughs> <laughs> a funnel? You need the funnel, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. You, get, you get older, your aim gets worse. <laughs> Only because they come to us all the way <laughs> from right along. Uh, wow. the traveling linemen are back in Eden Prairie on this day in 1846. Uh, Joe, today is October 9th. Well, Jacob Schmidt was born in Bavaria. Schmidt opened a major regional brewery in St. Paul in 1855. The Jacob Schmidt Brewing Company was bought by G. Heilman Brewing Company, which in turn sold the brewery to Landmark Brewing in 1992. Hmm. I have many pictures of my father drinking. You remember the Big Mouths? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He drank the Schmidt Big Mouths. I have pictures of him drinking those. On this day in 1876. (laughs) A Candy Ohio County rally to support greenbacks rather than gold as the national currency candidate for Congress, Ignatius Donnelly, gave a speech. He wanted the greenbacks. Hmm. On this day in 1933. Are you talking about October 9th? The bones of Browns Valley Man were found in a Traverse County gravel pit that was likely a burial site between 8,000 and 12,000 years ago. Wow. Isn't that something, yeah, that Matt? Is, that is what we call something. Isn't that something, Matt? Yeah. On yeah. this day in 1949, <laughs> a statue of Leif Erikson called Discoverer of America and sculpted by John K. Daniels was dedicated on the Explorer's Holiday, the result of a 10-year fundraising campaign by the Leif Erikson Monument Association. The 13-foot bronze statue was located on the Capitol grounds in St. Paul. I wonder if it still is. I bet it is. We sure didn't get torn down. We can't honor uh, uh, oh, that person to, to have discovered <clears throat> America, can we? I don't think so. It's against the rules. On this day, October 9th, in 18, no, in 1979, Rose Totino patented her crisp crust frozen pizza crust, an improvement on what she called the cardboard crust pizzas that were available at the time. The Northeast Minneapolis entrepreneur had sold Totino's finer foods to Pillsbury, in November of 1975, and had become a vice president in the company. That's nice. how you get wealthy. You sell something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In 1992, Totino's controlled 20% of the frozen pizza market. Wow. Would that That's still be true, Rook? No. no. There's too many uh, oh, Seven Streets not. and lots of matzas. Well, that's 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 what. How many plugs can you work in? Right. That's what, was, that's what was happening. Eggies. That's what was happening on this day in Minnesota history. Can I nice. just say one thing about today's holiday? Okay, it's, we, we've we've changed Columbus Day now to Indigenous People Day. Is that today? Yes. <clears throat> That's today. Am I, it's, Was there a mail today? That's all no, I'm no, worried about. No mail. In no my mail. opinion, my opinion is both sides got screwed in this deal. Yeah. Why would you combine two of them? Why not give indigenous people their own holiday, their own day, and leave the Columbus Day, the Italian people, alone? 
Why? What's the deal? Why what's isn't there on? a Leif Erikson Day if in fact he, he discovered America? Words out of my mouth. Why? Why do we have to combine them, thus making both sides angry? Yeah. What about Leif Erikson? Who the hell is Leif Erikson? He discovered him? America, <laughs> according to the statue. What about sports? It, it was here all along. What about it? Just, what about that here? button? Yeah. What does that do? Okay, we better make way for Patrick. Yes, sir. Thank you, GMS. A lot of sports to discuss yes. on today's episode of Monday Night Sports Talk. And a lot of videos at uh, YouTube when you subscribe to Garage Logic on YouTube, and they are free. You can check them out. YouTube, subscribe to Garage Logic. Go to garagelogic.com and sign up for the town council. Ten bucks a month, $100 for the year if you pay right away, and you will be included in the Garage Logic town council pre-show, post-show, and during the breaks to find out what type of conversation comes up. And then at garagelogic.com, you can buy all sorts of Garage Logic garb by just going to the website, garagelogic.com. It's just that simple, John.